0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare Short-Term Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Here we go, here
1: we go, here we go, here we go. This is it.
0: This is Top Flight Time Machine.
1: I am Andy Hot Dawson. Pop pow. Po. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome
0: along, it's the Friday morning episode. Uh coming to you just this Friday morning ends. Um but it's none of your business. Um <laughs> You've you've been messing around with your uh, pod shed or the shed as it's known. Yeah. There's been some sound issues, hasn't there, the last few days. But um, There has.
1: There has. Um but you know, it's a working process. We've only just moved in. Uh, there were, and so there's a few different things I'm trying out to mm. increase the sound absorption. Um, blankets, a gigantic w- um, foam block, which cost a me foam? about 30 quid, but I have now rejected. It's been abandoned. If anyone wants to buy it off me, get in touch. If not, I, I don't know, maybe I'll burn it, or maybe there's something I can do with it. It'll, it'll, fit,
0: over, it'll fit over a small animal's head, I think, won't it? Like a medium-sized... I sized... could stick
1: it on Nelson to help him sleep.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got that kind of size to it yeah quite yeah. relaxing quite soothing
1: but you, it you just nice. To- it's nice it's a satisfying phone block to play with um yeah. but it, it made it the, for that it made the sound yeah I'm going to keep it as a toy it made the sound worse somehow rather than better
0: yeah. <laughs> Hm. uh talking of
1: toys board. mate um my friend who um I think you know too Simon London you know Simon don't you
0: I know Simon yeah
1: yeah he uh, he's got a uh, really good website called Kid Rated, which suggests things to do with yeah. your kids. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've ever done a thing for him. I think it was originally London, but I, anyway.
0: I, yeah, I, I think I did a, a. I visited London once with my kids, and he asked us to submit some yeah. kind of review. Can't remember where yeah. it was.
1: It's a good resource. And I did one when my kids were quite young, so now he wants me to do a more updated one, which I will get round to. But one of the questions in their questionnaire was, where was your favourite place to go in London when you were a kid? Mm. And, you know, like, in questionnaires like that, especially if you're a Londoner, like me, you're supposed to have something kind of quite quirky. And Mm -hmm. um, there's a little spot right at the back of a graveyard in, you know, Golders Green or fucking some weird shit that you're supposed to know about. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but we're not all Robert Elms.
0: I was going to say sorry, You would ring What's up a bit of Robert chewing gum Elms? on
1: the corner of Ch- Charing Cross Road, right? What's not story everyone about that, has then? Rob Robert's depth of knowledge, and so I just went. I just thought, well, I'll just tell the truth. Fucking Hamleys, mate. <laughs> and I go, why? And I go because <laughs> I love because I love toys. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, if anyone's answering, if anyone grew up in London and play, and gives any other answer than that, no, then i are a fucking liar.
0: Well, if you're of a certain age in Sunderland, the answer would be Joseph's, which was uh, not one shop, but two shops on mm. Homeside um, in Sunderland. And one of the shops, Sam, was a toy shop. The <sighs> other, The other shop they had was a sports goods shop.
1: Oh, I the, remember you telling me about this the, place, yeah. The
0: holy, the holy fucking, I was going to say holy Triumvirate, but that's only two things, and the Triumvirate's yeah. three things. The third one go. would have
1: been well, a cake shop.
0: Probably, yeah, well, a sweet shop, wouldn't it, for a kid? Yeah. Sweet what shop. else could you well, they,
1: they, there's, there's not so many specialist shops. We've talked about sports shops before, and I'm mm. sure like, it was something that Cantus got in touch and told us about their local independent sports shops that sold, like, everything. Yeah. You know? Um, and- I remember
0: when I used to do the lit tackle on TalkSport with James Brown. And one night we just said, tell us the name of the sports shop you used to go to when you were younger. (laughs) And it was the most popular shout that we'd ever done because there was a deluge of people just naming these shops.
1: Just names, no further details. Smiths.
0: Sometimes they give us a bit of detail about what they bought there, but it was just this massive list of independent sports shops all around the land. So, uh, yeah.
1: The best one, of course, which I've discussed um, uh, extensively... Um, on this show was, it wasn't my local, but it was within wa- walking distance of my house. It was in Shepherd's Bush, on the atsbridge Road, seas Proprietor, Phil Parks. Phil Parks. Yeah, beat that. Beat that. Can't we be beat
0: Again, that was a thing, wasn't it? Ex-footballers used to do that. They used to they used to go into retail when they retired. Now, yeah. I don't know what the ones but, do that don't but, go into coaching or Parks Couldn't he create.
1: had this as his side hustle right through his career oh, was because yeah, the reason right. it, it was on the Uxbridge Road was because he, he before he was at West Ham he was at QPR. And that's yeah. right by Loftus Road. So he thought, fuck it, I'll open a sports shop on the on the main drag. Yeah. And uh and then he kept it going throughout the West Ham years. He's a big I wonder war, if big warlock of a man, isn't he, Phil Parks? Wonder, you don't I get warlocks I could, anymore.
0: I wonder if I could open a shop in Sunderland now and mm. use my kind of low-level celebrity to attract yeah. customers, what kind of shop I, it would be,
1: I don't know. I think 100% yes. And my first idea top of my head is a comfort shop. That comfort sells, goods. Where it's a themed thing and it's all comfort goods.
0: Yeah. I could sell foam blocks that would fit the human head inside yeah. them for relaxation.
1: <laughs> relaxation block, you can call them.
0: <laughs> just, I'll just sell them, nothing else.
1: Yeah, various different <laughs> sizes Male and female ones, kitty sizes, blocks. Kiddie sizes.
0: Block HQ,
1: Andy Dawson's yeah. Comfort Emporium.
0: God, yeah, I'll I'll get the old um, Joseph's retail unit. Open it mm. there. It up some memories for people.
1: But to- toy shops, you know, like that's there was there was a couple of there was Toy Cave on Chiswick High Road that I used to get my Star Wars figures from, and that was really good. Mm-hmm because it was like some old geezer i think he might have been greek or something he wasn't english and you go in there and it was like what i liked handy was shops that were a real mess like now all shops are neat and tidy like yeah. everything's got to be like the apple store right mm-hmm. and that's fine i like that kind of vibe too but there's something much more exciting about when you go into a shop where it's just a jumble of fucking nonsense yeah. right and and you go in and you always have to ask the shopkeeper. You can't really browse and find what mm. you're looking for. You have to go, Do you have do you have a spinning top? Oh Why? yes, I'll just look for that. Why? Yes, we do. Yeah. Come this way. And he gets on some steps. And <laughs> yeah. fucking gets on some little steps or some it's steps that are down. almost that are on wheels and then he gets yeah. up with a grabber. And you go, Oh, fucking hell, that's great, you've got it and i love that sort of shit i mean hamleys wasn't quite like that but ha- hamleys was just toys do, mate and anyone who anyone from london who claims that they had any preferred day out i would love it if my mother and father took me to the south bank where there was always so many creative things to absorb my young mind absorbed so much fuck off hamleys to look at the fucking star wars figures
0: uh, they're looking at the the brutalist structure of the National yeah. Theatre and the
1: street theatre that goes on around it. Oh, such joy. Fuck Once off. a year on, on my birthday, my father would take me to the Barbican. Fuck yeah, now. <laughs> do you want to do something your birthday? Yeah, I want to go to Hamley's and I want to get some toys there. <laughs> now. And then I'm going to McDonald's. I should have said McDonald's. That would have been, that would have been even funnier. What's your favourite place to go in London as a child? McDonald's. Oh, which one? <laughs> fucking any. I don't care. They're all the same, but not That's the beauty of it. My cousin, oh. I've got his cousin called Connor, who I haven't seen for years and years. I've got fucking so many cousins. But like one, he goes to me. I reckon he was about six, seven years younger than me. But we used to, you know, we'd see each other around at my grandma's and you'd play. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I'd be very much the older cousin and expect to command a certain amount of respect and admiration from him. Yeah. And his dad, my uncle, was quite rich. And so he was bragging to me about all the toys he had. God. I've got this, I've got that. He was a nice kid, but, you know, he, he, he was bragging about his toys. He, Kids yeah, do he that. Yeah,
0: he didn't want to wind it in.
1: Yeah. I got this, I got that, I got that, I got, I got that. this. So, <laughs> you got like, nothing. Yeah, so he was like six, right? He was six and I was about 11. So that's a big gap, right? So like, yeah, I'm 11, worse, so I'm at, I'm at secondary school and I think I'm the fucking bollocks, right? So he eventually, <laughs> after list it, reading off all these fucking toys he's got, he's gone, what toys have you got? And I remember, I remember this very well. I sort of sat all like casually and just mm. sort of went, huh, I don't really have any toys and he went, "What? You don't have any toys? Why not? Why can't can't you find toys? What's the matter with you?" And I went, "I'm just, I'm eleven. Toys aren't really a thing when you get to 11. And he mean? went, "So he fucking power played me then." He went, "Well, what do you do then?" And I went, "What do you mean?" And he went, "Well, what do you do with your time if you ain't got any toys?" And I, would fucking done me because I had no comeback at all. <laughs> Because when you're 11, you, you don't oh, do you, you want to make you want to make out you're not into toys anymore, yeah. right? Because you, once you're at secondary school, you can't be like playing with your action force all the time. But yeah. at the same time, what do you do? So I just went ah, oh. and I'd gone in seconds from trying to be really cool, huh. whatever kid. I don't play with toys to being a fucking idiot. She's, what do you do? And I went, <laughs> <laughs> go out on my bicycle, or, ride my or bike. Some shit. Yeah, that's it. Make up um, a lie. I go to parties every weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you're 11? Though I think it's, it's, it's a it's weird time. Fo- it's bike and
1: football when you're 11. Bike and football, yeah, yeah. And if you but look, there's not dots, much you can do in the house on your own.
0: Mm. No, that's true. It's a weird time.
1: Not like, to, but I. But the truth is, I would sometimes I would, My brothers would have to be out, and possibly my mum distracted, and I. I'll admit to you now. That I would sometimes go to the toy cupboard and get out some toys right up until the age of 12, maybe even 13. When I was feeling really sad and lonely, Mm. I think, fuck this, I'm getting out the Millennium Falcon and I'm going to give it a fly about for old time's sake because I'm bored and lonely. That's the
0: thing. There's not just a direct cut off with toys. You don't just stop one day. It's a gradual thing where you just phase out, and you because can find yourself dragged back in, go. don't you? Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: And then you get to our age and you start buying old nostalgic toys off of eBay to recapture uh, those moments. You,
0: you, you try not to. I know I've said that I would to. do that sometimes. I've, you know, I said I was going to buy the six million dollar man doll. I didn't. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I managed to contain myself. What I did buy yesterday. Uh, off ebay after someone mentioned it on twitter was the max headroom guide to life book oh which came out in is that 1986 because we were
1: talking about 80s comedy books weren't we recently yeah, the young we ones were. and all that we
0: were and somebody somebody on twitter had mentioned it and mentioned how fucking funny it was and i remembered instantly i got a proustian rush and i remembered yeah. that yes it was it was incredibly funny because max headroom I don't know if you were old enough to see Max Hedrum when he was yeah, on Charles 4. Yeah, I 4. remember
1: him fondly.
0: Because it, it, it kind of evolved over the three series or whatever it was, and it, it eventually, by series three, Max Hedrum would become this pompous snob who was into golf. <laughs> And, and ended up bullying his producer, who was this, this this faceless figure called Tim, who was off camera the whole time. So He started off being this kind of state of the art computer generated, yeah, you know, supposedly perfect TV presenter, and he just mutated into this psychopath towards the end. And the book well, is more yeah. of a reflection of that quite, character. And the book, I remember, satire. The, the book was really really funny, and I don't know what happened to me, copy of it. But there's another one winging its way to me now.
1: And I'll I, I, well, we'll do it, a mini dive on that. treat
0: you to bits of it, yeah, when it comes. Because I just remember it being so funny when I was 14 or whatever. Might not be funny now, but might be. You, met, well, you mentioned McDonald's briefly there. I found myself in a Burger King last night for the first time in probably a decade or so. Yeah. And what
1: did you it, make of it?
0: Well, my daughter wanted to go. My daughter, I was taking my daughter to an open evening for a Scottish university at mm. um, St James's Park, Newcastle, last night uh-huh. in the executive area, Ooh. which in itself is weird enough. But on the way there, she wanted to go to Burger King to check out their vegan offering because uh, all the fast food joints now are, are jumping on the the vegan train. Yeah, I'm going, I yeah. nearly said bandwagon. It's not a bandwagon. It's a perfectly valid lifestyle yeah. choice. Um, so she wanted to go, and the the nearest Burger King on our way was at Washington Service Station on the yeah. A1, which is, our I guess, our local motorway services. And it's something you don't do. You don't go to your local motorway services, because what's the point? You go to motorway services when you're on your way somewhere else, don't you?
1: Well, I do know someone who does go to his local. Producer Mark, as we always used to refer to him. Yeah. He lives really near Beaconsfield Services, uh, uh, which I've talked about extensively before because it's one of the best.
0: That's that's and a good it, reason to go.
1: In that in that area where he lives, young people go there to um, congregate. They just go there. It's like a social hub because the yeah. services are that good. It's got yeah. all big weather spoons and it's got all the and people just go there. And Mark so if you ever get married, he's going to have his stag there.
0: All oh, right, what, for an entire weekend.
1: Yeah, because it's got, um, what do you call it? Is it a, it's not a travel lodge. Is it Regus or something like that? It's got a hotel offering.
0: Brilliant. Well, the, the, the Washington services really doesn't have very much at all. It does have a travel lodge. It is based on both sides of the motorway. That's there's a travel good. lodge on each side. Mm. They're look really run down. But all you've got is a W. Smith's, a Burger King and a Gregg's. <clears throat> and I think there's a Costa. And that's it. And that's two on each side. But I've never been to a Burger King for years, and it was horrible. Was it? I don't understand. I got a what was it? A double, no, a bacon whopper, Whopper. right? Bacon whopper with cheese, and it was just really dry. Was it? And the chips were quite average. I don't understand why Burger King
1: exists. Well, in the day, back in the day, my memories of it were that the chips were definitely inferior to McDonald's, but the burgers. Seemed fresher than McDonald's. There was something about them, and the and the meat tastes a bit more like meat because they went on about being flame grilled and it had that taste to it. That's my memory of it. it? But I haven't been in a Burger King for years. But yeah, the fries are always inferior to McDonald's. McDonald's do the best ones, don't they?
0: I wonder if Burger King just exists as like a money laundering exercise. Probably. I know that's probably not something you should say, but. I've put it out there. Oh, you're now. just
1: wondering. You're speculating. There's no law yeah, to stop allegedly. us doing that.
0: Yeah, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but yeah. fucking hell, it was really bad. And then I found myself in the executive suite of Newcastle United Football Club.
1: That must which have been is, a strange experience.
0: It was unsettling because it was. Um, it had a big, big window overlooking the pitch, so I went and had a look. Ugh, horrible.
1: Yeah. Just, I did that, yeah. man, you once, and it was peculiar. I mean, not quite as bad. You're, you've done the equivalent of me going to Millwall. Or yeah, Tottenham.
0: I have. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what it was like, yeah. But, um, I, you know, some people on Twitter said, did you do a shit and all that sort of thing, but no, I, oh, I yeah. didn't do a shit, no. Uh, left some prawns under the floorboards, but... Jalapeno. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times
1: I yeah. got um, a load of West Ham stickers off of someone on Redbubble. <laughs> Red and I carry them.
0: Everywhere you go, just in case. Yeah. You go to, uh, but
1: I stopped doing it too much. The kids were like, look, this is silly, putting your stickers up in pub toilets. So, but I yeah. gave them to my mate, and he loves it. And he every day sends me a picture of the latest place he's spammed with his West Ham sticker. Every time he feels it's a, like a victory it's a victory for the hammers uh, are, they, are
0: they specially commissioned stickers that are like so sticky they can't be scraped off
1: they, they are very sticky
0: they're, they're like advertised as nuisance stickers
1: It's <laughs> yeah. really hard to get off <laughs> they're though <laughs> like the, like you know, they, it's a selection like the price and stickers
0: that some the price stickers that some charity shops use to put on their vinyl that oh, you, you can't never, get they off they, stay they, t- on there they for t- years. take some of the fucking cover off with them
1: wankers They were the these stickers. You can't actually, for some reason, you can't actually say West Ham. It's really weird, but for licenses and reasons, (laughs) you can't say.
0: Yeah, or you. But that's that's
1: bullshit. That's like Sunderland. Surely you can say Sunderland. It's a fucking place. You can put Sunderland on a fucking sticker.
0: West, West Ham's a place, isn't it? yeah it's a place. Have they got it trademarked? Because Liverpool Car- Football Car- Club tried to try to get Liverpool, the word Liverpool trademarked a few it's years disgusting. ago. Disgusting! And the <laughs> trademark went somehow
1: trademarked the term West Ham. Right. God. Anyway, so they just have to do weird things on it, like right, overland and sea, or Cockney boys, or my favourite sticker is just a picture of Trevor Brooking. That's it. Well, the- does that, Just does a that stick mean, up with a picture of Trevor Brooking celebrating, I think the 1980 FA Cup final goal, and we've got loads of those, and he sticks them all over pubs, mostly in West London. Very strange. Does
0: that, does that mean that um, Brady's also got hammers trademarked and, and irons yeah. as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. You, like Hopefully. it's very like they're very kind of they're quite obscure. Like what they mm. what they write, they don't write hammers or irons
0: did you see the thing recently with the nfts i know the, mm. the nfts are big these days yeah. and some website was just selling um art artwork from albums that they just script from spotify so st- covers from albums and they were just selling them as nfts and That's everyone right. was up in arms about this um including like the 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 copyright holders the artists themselves who's yeah. I don't know how much they were going for, the NFTs, how much they were selling them for, but it was just basically a flagrant copyright land grab and someone yeah. just trying to make a quick buck on the internet. And I thought, well, yeah, but is that any different to these cunts who stand around outside gigs and sell your snag T-shirts when you come out? You know,
1: Do you remember different, once, Is it the first time we played Leicester Square Theatre, there was a couple yeah. in the front row who had their own knock-off Top Flight Time Machine merchandise. They did. And
0: if I remember yeah. right,
1: Not only was I obviously affronted by them flagrantly wearing that, they also, the design, they'd incorporated a Union Jack, which I thought gave us a small hint of kind of (laughs) far-right politics, which I was really keen for us not to be aligned with.
0: Well, we demanded £2 from them for our image rights, didn't we, there and then? Yeah, but then there's the reputational damage
1: to think of. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't see us ever putting a union jack on any of our merchandise. <laughs> and before you all get in touch saying, What's up? why is it why is it so far right to be proud of your country's flag? All I'd say to that is look, it just is, you fucking know. You know you're racist <laughs> with your union jacks.
0: <laughs> all lives matter. Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah. However
1: Um uh, just quickly going back to my cousin Connor the one with all the toys he lives in Miami now do you know what his Mm -hmm. job is? this is you're not going to believe this I must have told you this before but it's worth repeating do you know what he does for a living? tell me he fucking pimps supercars he pimps up (laughs) supercars for NBA
0: superstars (laughs) not only has he got an amazing job the job description itself rhymes
1: yeah (laughs) Just fucking That's the best kind of job. He's got. He it's his business, and he owns this workshop in Miami, <clears throat> and he knows. Um, I think he does it for rappers as well, <clears throat> but it's mostly basketball players, some American football <laughs> NFL players, and uh, yeah, he's, he's like it's like that show. He puts the fucking fish tanks and the mega speakers and all the mad shit and the rims onto their cars, makes a Pimps fucking of fortune cars
0: for NBA stars. What a job of scriptures. I mean,
1: I I don't think I've seen him in twenty years. But I'd love to get in touch with him and for us to go over there and yeah. um do a thing from his car work his supercar HQ. workshop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Connor. Yeah, it's me, Sam. Yeah, you're that's right. right. You're co- you're in London. Yeah, the one with no on, toys. toys. <laughs> Let's not dwell on that. That's a painful memory. Anyway, listen. I do something called a podcast now. It's quite popular in England. We <laughs> want to come over and spend some time at your workshop, see what you get up to, do some photos, Me and my friend. Is that all right? What? i oh, don't be a cunt about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm not going to pay
1: you.
0: I'm just going to call him. Look, we'll give you a plug of the podcast.
1: Uh, do, do you know any- uh, what? Do you know Snoop Dogg? We were hoping you might be able to introduce us to him when we're over there. I-
0: we Do this thing called humans of honor sometimes, and we're going to try and get him to
1: talk to us on that. <laughs> Come on, don't be a dickhead, give him a buzz, tell him your cousin's coming over. There'll I be a few quid in it for you. Let's say that.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll try that. Yeah, um, I had a new shed installed yesterday. Yeah, I had a lot of um new wood brought into me home.
1: So, some pictures, yeah, good wood. You've had a wood hull
0: i was out a wood hall, new shed put up, five foot by five foot, basic yeah. standard shed, no window, <clears throat> not even not even a lockable door. So when the baddies come and they think, oh, what's what in there? Gonna,
1: what are you keeping in there?
0: I'm just going to stick a lawnmower in it and some bits and bobs, bits and bits of old shit,
1: proper like proper old
0: school shed stuff.
1: We well, let's try and do a shed to shed podcast before you well, get it too filled up.
0: Well, we will you do that. You sit in your one. IFS Turbo subscribers get a, a monthly um, live video stream. Yeah. So we'll do shed the shed early next week. And I, I also got a new um, dining table and four chairs that are all yeah. solid, solid wood, Bull. and um, very, very hefty. The fellows yeah. bringing the dining table in were knackered by the time they, they hauled really? it in. Really. Um, and it's it's really solid. You, you could do an autopsy on it.
1: Good stability, Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, no wobble on Um, it at all.
0: But I just thought I'd mention it, so I'd give them a plug because it's a charity that did it, a charity called Cornerstone, right? And they're based in uh, just outside Durham. And what they do is uh, the fellas that do that build all the wood stuff, the sheds and the tables and everything, and they do lots of garden furniture, do loads of wood stuff. Um, they're all formerly homeless and they, they start working with Cornerstone and they work on this wood stuff and they help. Cornerstone help them to get um rehoused get their lives right. back on track and everything like that so if you're in the northeast, I think they deliver within thirty miles of where they are uh which is near crook near Durham so if you're in, within thirty miles of that and you fancy some good quality affordable wood stuff, have a look at cornerstone on the internet
1: and if you're in the southeast or indeed the midlands and you want a a garden office or studio that where none of the money goes to a charity uh it doesn't really help any vulnerable people it's just a private mm. business yeah designed to create profit um uh then vita modular is the place to go Vita
0: modular
1: that's vita modular um they have provided me with a fantastic garden room can't stress this enough no homeless people were involved yeah. Um, so if it's if it's ethics that you're looking to buy into, then I don't know. I'm not saying they're unethical. I, they, they're really nice guys. Um, yeah. But it's a you know it's a it was I thought it was a very reasonable price. And, was the price uh,
0: reduced slightly in 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 conjunction with your repeated mention of Vida modular?
1: Uh, I think that's I think that's an unfair question for you to ask. I think really commercially sensitive. Information see. should yeah. be kept to myself. What I will tell you is that I genuinely, sincerely, and let's forget any commercial arrangements that may have taken place, mm. I think they're a great company, a great bunch of people. Their workmanship is second to none, and I'm delighted with the finished <clears> product. Which I subscribers can... to Turbo will get a substantial tour of on our forthcoming video live stream.
0: Uh, and they'll also get a substantial tour of my shed, which will take about a second and a half. I can confirm that I received no discount whatsoever or even any request from Cornerstone to mention them uh, or their excellent wood products or their charitable works. Uh, yeah. I'm doing it just out of the goodness of my heart to try and spread um, some joy and hopefully help raise awareness and So, just, raise just money to recap,
1: Andy has got a very down-to-earth, no-nonsense, wooden shed, bought through a company with impeccable ethical credentials. Mm-hmm. He's helped people. He's got some good, honest product. It's fuss-free, and he's endorsing That's it. cornerstone. Out of the goodness of his heart. I, meanwhile, i have got a very elaborate um, uh, garden shed that is sort of quite fancy, cost quite a lot, although, like I say, reasonably priced for what it is. Um, the company hasn't helped any homeless people, and there is a suggestion that I haven't confirmed that I am repeatedly mentioning them in return for discount. So draw your conclusions on us as humans, as you will.
0: Uh, I think that's just a, a nice little glimpse at the north-south divide there for you. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs>
0: Let's, let's do some predictions for the football yeah. coming up this weekend. Uh, there's four points between us at the top of the league, so still lots to play for. We begin, as we must, with Frank Lampard versus Bielsa. Um, it
1: is, it's, it's, it's oh, just as you've almost Leeds. given up on football, something like this comes along.
0: It's Everton versus Leeds. Uh, Frank's had a, um, a bit of a, a rocky start. Uh, lost... Newcastle the other day. Um, so, well, yeah, Everton versus Leeds. Everton got home advantage, which is something I suppose. I don't know how what the security's been like at the training ground this week. <laughs> hey,
1: Frankie, win or lose, you come. Uh, I got a nice lemonade for you after the game in the office, yeah? How do you like it? With a little slice of lemon, and maybe, you're a good boy, uh, bring your a I bring you a packet of crisps though. I'll bring you some toys.
0: I got a Rubik's Cube. You can play with a Rubik's Cube while I drink my wine.
1: You know, I got a toy room now at Ellen Road. A little toy room where the players can bring their kids. You can go in there too. You play, it's soft, so you can't bang your head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you reckon?
1: Uh, Bring your wife too.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll take take care of her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go for. know what? I'm going to go for. Everton is it at Goodison?
0: It's at Goodison, yeah.
1: Okay, I'm going for Everton. One leads two. I think I think the <laughs> has just got a mental hold over him.
0: <laughs> I think this is going to be, you know, like in the Star Wars trilogy where it it swears from backwards to forwards about who's winning and all that kind yeah. of thing. I think this is one for Frank. I think he's going to win this one two 0 and he'll right. just be so he'll be erect for 48 hours afterwards he'll be so yeah. happy with it
1: imagine how smug so, he'll be in the post-match interview or match yeah
0: day. so that's I think that's what will happen but we'll see uh, Norwich versus Manchester City um, can't see anything else other than a Man City win but I just think 1-0 this one just the one the Manchester All City alright
1: I'm going to go the other extreme say 5-0
0: it's going to be one or the other isn't it Leicester versus West Ham United, Sam.
1: Ooh. I think this will be Leicester one, West Ham two.
0: Leicester one, West Ham two. Um. I think this will be uh, other way two one to Leicester. Sorry. AFC Wimbledon versus Sunderland. Now I can. It's not officially confirmed, but Sky Sports News are reporting that Sunderland's new manager is Alex Neil. They've just reported yeah. this in the last. T- so I, I broke the sacking of Lee Johnson during a podcast, and now I'm 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 calling it for Alex Neil as the new Sunderland manager.
1: You're not that impressed um, by him, are you?
0: He is. Other than Roy Keane, he would have been my me, me preferred choice out of really? all the candidates that were named. Yeah, yeah, but.
1: I remember when he was at Norwich, he had a good reputation for a while.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like the opposite of Lee Johnson. He's a kind of um, gruff, bluff Scotsman who seems to take no nonsense. Um, But he seems to be fairly tactically switched on. Yeah, he did quite well at Norwich. He's kept Preston
1: mid table in the Championship. Wasn't that the characteristics of the previous incumbent, Detective Inspector Jack Ross, was it?
0: yeah but I mean we've had so many managers you're about to start repeating characteristics yeah, true. at some point true. Right here. but uh, he's got more experience than Jack Ross had but um, AFC Wimbledon away for his first game I think it'll be 1-1
1: Um, I'll say 1-0 Sunderland
0: very decent of you finally Millwall versus Cardiff
1: Millwall nil Cardiff 2
0: I think it will be two two that one. Results bot of course says one 0 to the home team for all of those. Anything else you want to mention before we go? You can mention your um your shed manufacturer again if you like.
1: Vita modular. Um I'll be sharing more information about that on my socials and on the turbos. Uh they've done they're brilliant. I'm so delighted with this shed. I think it's great. All right. Uh, right. I didn't talk about my trip to Amsterdam to the QPR Terrace Legend Castellani. I may share some of those uh, stories on Monday. Okay. It was reasonably uneventful, but there's some bits and bobs in there. And I also haven't talked about uh, Catgate involving Kurt Zuma. But um, what I would say is that every fucker I've practically ever met texted me, what do you think of him kicking the cat? As if suddenly as there a West go. Ham fan you're responsible for fucking responding on behalf of him and the club. Really fuck mm. me off that. As uh, if um, you are
0: actually gonna condone
1: it. Well yeah, is that right. fuck he? off. So, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fucking cat What's he <laughs> fucking, fucking complaining about? He gets fed, doesn't he Fucking easy <laughs> life. Jesus. Don't pay a penny. Just fucking slopes about all day, gets fed, gets looked after. He gets G- a kick out the ass once in a while, what he expect? <laughs> gets to live with a footballer. It's a cat's dream, isn't it? Who <laughs> wouldn't want to live with a Premier League pro? I'd take a kick out the arse to live with a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, fucking hell. No, I can't say anything about it, it's too bad, but yeah, poor cat. Yeah.
0: Right, okay, there you are. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.